So what is Conversations with Coriel all about? It's a weekly series on a wide variety of topics, from the metaphysical to the philosophical, from the erotic to the exotic, from the mystical to the spiritual. It's all about showing you how to enhance your life. And I'll also be showing you ways on how you can enhance your animals' lives too. I'll be joined by host Kevin McDonald. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's have a conversation. And welcome everybody to Conversations with Coriel. And that would be her right over there. Miss Coriel, it's such a pleasure to have you. I enjoy Tuesdays like no other, I have to say. It's it's a lot of fun. And today is going to be pretty powerful, I suspect. It's gonna be gonna be really kind of cool. Because as as uh as as you sent that to me today, it was like, I don't know what's in a name. But apparently, there's a whole lot within a name, both animal-wise and people-wise. So begin to share with us what, what you know. So there's that old adage from Shakespeare that says, you know, you know, what's in a name? A rose called by any other name would still smell as sweet, which is true. But we're not, I'm not a rose, and an animal isn't a rose. So, you know, it's, it, names have power. Words have power. So... I had my own personal experience with this and I've had several experiences where there has been huge transformations almost instantaneously with animals who told me that they wanted their name changed for a variety of reasons. But, uh, and it's pretty incredible, but it makes sense. If your, your animals are telepathic, and everything is energy. Everything's energy. So if you're saying a word and you're you're calling yourself a, a name that doesn't feel good to you and doesn't feel good to them, and you're sending that energy out, plus you're also sending, sending images out to them. So you're calling your animal poopers or you're calling your animal Satan or you calling your animal, you know, Beelzebub, and you're wondering why they're acting out. I'm not saying this is uh, the answer to every single unwanted behavior, but I am saying that it is a, a very big point for a lot of animals. So it, it's not, you know, I don't know if your animal's pooping on the floor, they don't like their, word, their name, but, you know, it's something that I, you have to at least be open to because it really does make sense. If you don't like who you're calling yourself, when you're saying that name to people, you're introducing yourself, you're writing it out, you're seeing it, and you're like, oh, every single time you see that <laughs> name, which is what used to happen to me, because Coriel is not the name I was born with, it was the name I was supposed to be born with, but it was not the name I was born with. And I used to for me, I used to just not feel, not feel connected to that word, that name I was calling myself. I hated writing it. I hated looking at it. I hated saying it. Um, and it was not who I felt in my soul, who I was really, who I really was. So, and it, it changed my life. It changed my life dramatically. Uh, so why can't it, change an animal's life dramatically well let's get into this from the from the beginning you've got an eight-week-old puppy that you're bringing home mm -hmm. and doesn't have a name at this point yep 
what do you what steps do you recommend somebody goes through to determine the right name for that animal why don't you ask the animal what their name is what do they want to be called and just sit and be quiet with that animal and try to detach from the answer i know it's difficult because you don't want to mess it up but just know that you can't mess it up so maybe and just allow the image to come into your mind or the word to come into your mind or um, the feeling, the knowing, the intuitiveness to come into your, your body and, and let that be your guide. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's a wild concept. Why don't you ask the animal what they want to be called? <laughs> yeah. You know? well, and then letting your kid know, you know, from a very early age, see, I never knew there was an option until I was later on in life. That I didn't know that there was an option. I thought the name I had was a name I was stuck with. Right. And and it's just so powerful when you find out that you have that freedom and then you can you can change it. But encouraging your kid because we have a tendency to really put a lot of a lot of uh weight onto the the name we choose for our kid the name we choose for our animal. But if if we can just be pliable about it and say, if you like this, then, then great. Like you are with the spirituality sometimes. You know, believe what you want to believe. But here's your options. You got options. You know, so if the kid doesn't want to be called, you know, Marianne, tell her at any given point you can change your name. It doesn't define you until it until you want it to. So some of the things that you could do, asking the animal, going through, when I named my cat the orange ginger, I named him a name that is an African word for lion. It is a certain dialect, it is a certain region in Africa, and it's not Simba. <laughs> I knew <laughs> I didn't want it to be, the word to be called Simba. You know, I didn't want him to be called because it's just, it's been done. It felt like it needed to be special that when I say it, I remember, I bring that energy into my relationship with him. I realize I see him as it. So his name is T-A-U and what T-A-U is pronounced as is Ta'u and that is lion. And um, it's a great name. It fits him. He likes it. When I call him that, he gets old happy and stuff and so i i found i looked on um you know like a name website and something just intuitively told me to look up different you know african names for lion and i did and i found tao and i said oh that's freaking awesome hey kayla thanks i think it is he loves it you know i call him team money tao that's his <laughs> That's his ghetto name. That's his that's his street name. Team Money Totten. So 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 anyway, it's just a fun thing, little thing. So going through different um name sites, maybe looking in regions that are like Egyptian or Mesopotamian names or you know, Samoan names or Hawaiian names or so you know, something that's a little bit more find a region that really maybe resonates with you. 
okay? Maybe do psychic writing where you just sit with your animal with a pad of paper and you just start asking them the name, just start writing stuff out. That's how I do a lot of my, when I used to do star child lineages, that's what I would do. I would write, I would get this sense of the person's star people and I would write the name out and then I would play around with it. Yeah, no, that's not quite it. No, that's not quite it. No, yeah, that's it. You know. Question for you, because a lot of people, and we did this, you know, there's these books that you can buy for baby names. Yeah. And so what we would do is go through the book and we would look at the different names and what they meant. And then we could project onto the baby what we wanted them to be like. Yeah. And so that's what we called them. Does that have any correlation with one another at all? Oh, sure. Of course. You know, because Tau is lion. You know, and, and that brings that energy in, you know, it brings that strength. Lion represents strength and independence and, and, and freedom and just this bigness. And, you know, he's got a big personality. He's my rule breaker, direct and demanding animal dynamic. Okay. You can't tell him that stuff down. You can't. So he needs a big name, even though it's small, it's a small little words, but it's a big name. It represents a lot. So yes, of course, the energy's got a lot. I didn't find out when, so I found out that um, my mom's, my mom's maiden name is Coriel. Okay. It's spelled differently because it's Italian French. So it's Coriel, but it's spelled differently. But I played around with it until I found something that I really liked, the spelling. I remember the day that I told my aunt Sheila and I said to her, we were sitting in her kitchen and I said, you know, I just don't feel like my name is my real name. I don't feel like it's me. And she said, well, what name do you want to be called? And I told her, I said, I want to be called Coriel. I think it represents my mom's family. It represents something deep inside me. It resonated really deep. When my mom told me when I was a little kid, I asked her for some reason, I can't remember. She said, my maiden name's Coriel. And I was like, oh, wow. As soon as I heard that name, man, I remember just saying, damn. Well, I was a little kid, so I probably said darn, but damn, <laughs> you know, I wish that was my name. Why didn't they call me that? That's my name. As soon as I heard it, I knew that was my name. As soon as I heard it. And it, it's, it's, it was so powerful. It resonated. It was like my, my entire body just vibrated with this name. And so my aunt Sheila, she's, she was the first one. She insisted. She said, I will call you Coriel. And she did. She was, she's stubborn, man. She's 93 years old. You don't mess with her. Okay. She's a jazz singer. She's been, you know, singing like forever, you know, with Charlie Parker. She's tough old bird. Okay. So you don't mess with her. So she's like Coriel. Her name's Coriel. She would, <laughs> she, she would, she would correct people. My own mother. She was like, your daughter's name is Coriel. Start calling her Coriel. My father, you never corrected my father, but she corrected my father, you know, and, and it, it's, it, it was, I'm not saying it's, it's not, getting momentum going is not, is easy. It's not, but it is eventually it happened. So what happened was, was that I got married in 2001 and I was at, uh, in New York city, I was at the place where you get your name changed, forgot the name of it, some kind of judicial court or something like that there. And I was putting in the process and I was about to change my, my last name. And then I said, wait a minute, I'm here. 
why not go for the whole trifecta? Right. Why am I just changing my 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 last name? I was like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, yes. And I actually happened, and it just turned out that way. It actually, I put in the process on February 14th. So I Valentine's put it on the process Day. for Valentine's Day. Yes. So that and it meant something to me. And it felt so empowering. It felt so special. The name that I was born with was my mom's name. My father thought it up. Uh, you know, he probably got, you know, he was probably put under pressure or something. And he just, he, my God love him. My father was an amazing man. He was a sweet man, did not have a lot of imagination. So my mom's name was Maria Elizabeth Banks. Maria was spelled M-A-R-R-I-A. She made it up. She loved that name. That was her name. She loved it. And um, she really enjoyed it. And so somebody probably said to my father, you know, what do you want to call her? And he says, I don't know, Maria Lisa. And I'm like, (laughs) because you have no idea how mispronounced the name Maria is. Oh, yeah. Maria, 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 you know, Mara. It's like, People, it's just two R's. That's it. You don't, Maria, you don't have to. And then, of course, you get called diarrhea when you're a kid and stuff. So anything with Ria at the end, you're screwed. You're screwed. So I I didn't like this name. It it was not me. So I changed it. Um, I gave that to myself. I gifted that to myself. And I love my name. I love saying it. I love seeing it. I love writing it. I love, you know, just, you know, just enjoying it. it it's me it's and it me. flows very nicely it, thank it, you it really does flow and uh i interrupt you to take uh um uh kayla says makes sense my son's name is ryan and my daughter's name is i can't pronounce it uriah uh, uriah i think uriah yeah yeah i think i it, do it spell it out phonetically Kayla, <laughs> but it's a beautiful name. It's it a it's a beautiful name, um, and it's uh, so. What what? Why is it so important? Why is it so important? What? How does it play? Oh, we got it right. <laughs> amazing. That's um, simply amazing. <laughs> Eriya. Okay, <clears throat> it's a beautiful name, um, and it's like, but it's got to fit her. And who she is in her soul, right. and I think if you if you bring that power in, if you bring that if in, if you bring that energy in, it's it's energy. If you bring that energy into your life, there's no stopping you, man. I could see my name up in lights. I could see my name on Oprah Winfrey and all this kind of stuff. I could Corey L. Kramer. I can't see Maria Lisa Banks. No, no. Okay. Now, now my son's name. Um, my first and son's name came from when I was young and I was going to have a disc jockey name and I, and I didn't want to use my regular name. So I decided to call myself Travis Scott. Um, and which, which, which my middle name is Scott anyway. And as it turned out, my son's Travis's name means traveler. 
and which means that he can't sit still for two seconds and he's always on the go and he's always trying to figure something that is the kid to a t well kid he's 32 33 year old man uh, but he has never been able to so that name fits him it mm -hmm. suits him it's perfect for him and i so what now this is this is something that that some people would say is that you pick your name before you come here and uh, when you're on the other side and you're doing your contracts and and that kind of stuff and you pick your name but when you before you come here and then you kind of implant that in your parents do you resonate with that at all well uh, to a certain extent i think it also depends i mean i believe excuse me i believe truly that coriel is written on my soul ah. a, a, and yeah, I didn't realize I, I met my mom's family late in life and I was having dinner with my my mom's sisters. We were all and my mother at the time. She was still alive and we were having um, we were having dinner and I they asked me, they asked me, do you know name? Do you know what Coriel means in Italian? And I said, no. And they said it means royal heart. And I was like. Well, now that really makes sense to me, you know, because it's like that's, you know, I was like, an, okay, another confirmation that I'm on the right track. I, cho I chose that name. Um, it's it's something that is a sacredness in in some way, shape, or form. I believe that to a certain extent that was true. What you were asking about, you know, coming in and all this kind of stuff. I believe that is true. I also believe that it was true for me to walk my journey with that other name, because I don't know if I would have, if I was born with the name Coriel, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I would have appreciated it as much as I did when I took it. It meant something. I was empowering myself. It was a way for me to empower myself. So I think it's really important. So for another example of a name is, is that my girl, my, my Angora's name, my girl's name is sacred. And the, I asked her what she wanted to be called. And we ran down some words. She wanted to be called a word, but she wanted to be called a, not so much a name, a word. And uh, as soon as I said sacred, she said, that's it. And I said, why? And she said, because it represents our bond. Our bond is sacred. Our relationship is sacred. So when I say her name, I remind myself, this is a sacred gift, her being in my life. Now, not always. Sometimes when she drives me crazy and I say <laughs> her name, I'm like, okay, I'm not really thinking of that. But the majority of the time, I remember that. It's in a split second, but I remember this is a sacred bond. So let's keep it sacred. Sacred name, sacred bond, sacred relationship. And it was all all of that. And I want to get back to you for a second, though, because did you feel when you changed your name and you walked out of the courthouse, did you feel energetically different? I did. When I, I, I had to put in the paperwork, it didn't get um, it didn't get changed right away. I had to put into play. You have to, you know, you put your name in the newspaper. So if you have any creditors or anything, they can change your name. They can see. Um, so it took a few weeks, but I remember seeing my name 
the first time when I changed it and I had to put in a put it in a newspaper article and seeing that for the first time written out like that and the thrill that I got and the yes I felt like I was stepping into who I was being called to be I was filling my soul up with who I need to represent myself as so that yeah it was it was very cool it was very it was very empowering it was very lovely it was a I did it as a gift to myself if you find that that situation is in your life if you would like to be called something else is it important to have it done legally or does that is that not is it just calling you the name is you that what it is you don't have to i mean for me it was important it i needed that legal because everybody was calling me coriel before that but it wasn't i was still seeing that name in my birth certificate on you know tax returns on you know and i wanted to really and truly leave that name behind me so for me it was super super important super important it was part of the journey i couldn't just not have that it, it wouldn't feel like i was being really authentic to the name so. now if you decide that you want to change it or if you want to call yourself a nickname uh, a, a different name that's not that isn't on your birth certificate. It's like my dad's birth certificate. His name is John. Everybody called him Jack. Uh, he liked Jack. He resonated with Jack. That was he was Jack McDonald. That was his name. That's how he was known. Yeah. So if he but that resonated with him. And uh, so is that if you call yourself a nickname, if you decide that you're going to call yourself something else, does that have the same effect? I think so. It depends on the person. Not everybody needs to go through the the whole rigmarole of, of of officially changing your name. You know, some people are just like, "Hey, just call me Jack." You know, it's it's cool. It's you know, it doesn't mean anything. It there are some people that that need it. it I think it depends on the individual. You have to ask yourself what makes you feel more comfortable. You know, it's like are you okay with this? What would make you feel better? Remember, we're always talking about feeling good. What would make you feel good in this situation? What would solidify this for you? Exactly. Exactly. See, and my my name is, uh, that resonates with me, and except for a brief time when I wanted to be called Paul McCartney Jr., uh, uh, but <laughs> when I was a kid. But, you know, that would have been fine, But uh, um, and Kevin wasn't really that big of a deal back then, but it, what it means means a lot to me now. Uh, gentle, kind, loving, uh, all of those things that I'm not and I aspire to. Um, so, you know, the <laughs> sorry. You are. <laughs> but that but do you do you advocate this if you are wondering about your name and what it means and what it as opposed to how you're acting do you recommend somebody look it up and to see what name that name means yeah look it up you can look it up yourself you don't have to hire anybody i mean you can if you need to you know oh there are lots of books that you can but there's a lot of ways you can find out what your what your name means and stuff and that again that like i found out that that coriella means royal heart i was like okay well that's cool i can i can get behind that i can get jiggy with it and actually there you go another confirmation 
Exactly. And now Kayla's on, on the search for the meaning of her name. Good. <laughs> Good. I think it's empowering. It's going to answer questions. Like like your daughter, Uriah. What does Uriah mean? What, where is it from? I mean, it sounds like it's Celtic, but I don't know. You know, is it, we're bringing that energy in. This is, Coriel for me is marrying my heritage. Yeah. To a certain extent. Um, and it's, yes, it's my mom's side of the family. Uh, but I had my father's name, you know, I had Banks for a long time. And I love the name Banks. You know, I was, I was thinking about maybe changing it back to Coriel Banks. I don't know, to honor him. But I've just been too lazy. <laughs> and then there's all this thing, you got to go changing everything again. I'm like, you know something, Kramer is okay. Kramer represents my my journey with with the German people who I was um, connected to for a long time in my life too. So, you know, that's okay. That's, that's okay too. That's a part of my, that's a big part of my life was, was being, uh, called Coriel, uh, Kramer, you know, so that's okay. But, and so, it also, it also flows Coriel. It, it Coriel Kramer just flows off the tongue and it's, it's very, it's very nice and, and, uh, it works. It yeah. works. Yeah, it works. So if I don't, if it's and not broke, don't fix it. But if it's if it's broke, fix that shit. Yeah, all my all my my wife and uh, my high school sweetheart both changed their names after they were done with me. I don't know what that means exactly. But. It might have just been for them to step into who they're feeling that they're being called to be, like animals. Animals don't they they want to let go of stuff so easily. They really really do. And what I found, the interesting that I, thing that I found with many of the animals who I got their names needed to be changed, it was because that old name has got a lot of stigma to it, or it's got a lot of trauma to it, or drama to it, or it's just not who they're called, being called to be. So um, I had one dog. Uh, well, this is just one. So I had one dog by the name of uh, Haas. And and uh, I do uh, work with um, a rescue in Indiana called Hoosier Bulldog Rescue. Rescue. I always get that messed up. Hoosier Bulldog Rescue. Yes. Great rescue organization. Okay, great. Two people I love dearly. Two women. Awesome women. Um, they contacted me about this dog, this bulldog named Haas. And HOSS house. So um, what was happening was, and I'm going to read what, what Jen sent to me because it's in her words and she remembers. So um, he was not nice to others and sometimes people. He had a session with you. He told you his name was Haas, that the name, his name Haas makes him sound like he's a big fat bully. It does. When you say Haas, you think of Haas Cartwright. Who? Haas Cartwright from the Bonanza. I think of, it just sounds like a big, doofy name. Haas was a 350-pound man that was huge. And and so anytime that somebody says Haas, that's who I think of. stupid. You think, for some reason, Haas sounds, doesn't, the the, Haas, Haas. 
Pause. Pause. Say the name several times. See how it makes you feel when you're naming your animal. You know, it's like, it, does it roll off the tongue like you were talking about mine does? Or or is it like, pause. It's like you're about to cough up a hairball or something, man. So he, he says it made him sound like a big fat bully. He wanted to be called Jake because um, he wanted to ta be taken more seriously. Now, it, now that so we, I told them that he wants to be called Jake, and this was the result. Okay, the result was, in her own words, um, he's the. Uh, he wanted to take more seriously as soon as we were calling him Haas. He started, as soon as we stopped calling him Haas, he started being nice. He then started acting like a daddy to Journey, which is Jen's baby girl, not so much a baby anymore, bulldog. Uh, and she was itty bitty then. And after that, he got adopted. Up until then, he would have been a hard placement and would have lived a life separate from others. He just wanted to be heard and taken serious. He felt his name Haas was silly and he didn't like it because it's not who he felt he was. He told you the rest is history, she says. I mean, that's just one example. And that was instantaneous. So would you recommend if somebody goes to like the Bulldog Rescue or another rescue and they already come with a name, would you advocate going inside of yourself, talking with your animal and coming up with a different name, perhaps? Could it hurt? I, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's no, why it, 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 not, what is it going to do? Is it going to cause you physical, emotional, mental pain? No. Then I do would, it. Just see it. Just see what my sa sacred was called Sally. They, <laughs> they had to come up with something. And I know because I used to do work in, in rescue organizations. Sometimes they just have to, you know, especially when it's a shelter and it's a big shelter, they just have to come up. They have a set thing. So like Archie Comics or or Peanuts or, or you know, comic books or something. And they keep that thing because it's just easier than having to think up a name. But that's not who they might feel like they're called to be. When I looked at her picture and I got Sally. This is this cat's name has got to get changed. This is not her name. Doesn't fit her. Doesn't feel like her. No hell, hell no, no way ain't gonna happen. So I knew that her name was not Sally. I knew that that was gonna be changed. And what what's the worst that can happen? Better is your relationship, or you hire somebody like me who can you know an animal communicator who will talk to your animal and find out if their name is right. So am I correct in assuming then that if if you get excuse me you get a uh, rescue dog and it's already got a name a rescue cat and it's already got a name whenever you call them that name it recalls for them their history and what they went through prior to which may not which may have been pretty horrific uh, in some in some rescue cases it could be and it could also just mean that like in Jake's case he felt like it, it wasn't he wasn't being taken seriously. He felt like he was, you know, being called this big fat doofus. And he, he and Jake is a much better, it's a much different name. It's got a much it's a strong name. It is very strong name. It's strong. You take it seriously. It's cute too. So you're bringing in that energy. So, okay. So here's another one. All right. And there, there are no coincidences. I can't prove this to anybody and I'm not going to.
But there can't be a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. You change an animal's name from one thing to another, and within an instant, they change. Their demeanor changes. Coincidence? You think it's magic? You think it's just, you know, just, I don't know, happenstance? Come on. I mean, seriously, come on. Because it's it's not rocket science. It's, it's like, if you do this and you get this different result in an instant, ipso facto vanilla ice, it means that, that what you're doing is changing the situation. And it's, it's changing the energy behind it. It's changing the meaning of it. It, change, it changes everything for the for the animal. And, and it's just like it changed you. I I would I would sit here and tell you that I don't think you would be doing the work that you're doing today with that other name. I think Coriel was the name that that propelled you to become who you really are. I I believe it was part of it. I don't think it was all of it, but I do think it was the foundation for me. I think it was the foundation of really, truly stepping into who I am. And to a certain extent, I agree. If I brought in the name, I can't even imagine seeing that name, Maria Lisa Banks, just plastered all over the internet. It would just drive me freaking crazy, man. Uh, oh, you're meeting a new pup this weekend. Ooh, Blossom, but I'm not a fan of his spirit. That's not a bad name. Fan of his spirit. Maybe finding a word. Okay, now here's a great example. So taking, the, you don't like the word spirit. That's okay. Okay, maybe it brings up, you know, ghosts and her transitioning or something. I don't know. That's okay. Whatever. Go and look up different words for spirit in different languages. French. What's it, what's it in French? What's it in German? What's it in African? What's it in, you know, Bangladesh? I don't know. Whatever. What is that? And maybe that maybe you, you, it's not the word. It's, it's the, it's the word in, in our language that you don't like. So if it's a beautiful word in some other language, then you're still bringing in that energy of what that word represents, but you're saying it in a name that's even, in a way that's even more sacred to you. See, it's playing around, playing around. Don't just get, don't get lazy. Yo, um, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I just, let's, let's give it a little thought. Unless Bob really floats your boat, then go for it. You know, but think about the fact of what this word means and how we can maybe change it up so that it's even more special. Because that's what I love. I love calling my animals something. I like calling myself my name that I have met. Well, except for my families whose last name, some of them is Coriel. I have met the only, met. Now I know there's Larry Coriel, but he spells that name differently. So don't get that twisted. Um, I haven't met a lot of Coriels. I like being unique. That's me. That feeds my soul. That's 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 my dynamic. That's one of my dynamics that that feeds my soul. And I've got to talk about this new dynamic once the copyright comes through. But um, really and truly, that feeds my soul. 
So, so um, being that unique, you know, ta'u, sacred, and you know, something maybe. So, not I, I, that I don't, what did she say? Not that I don't like it. Not that she doesn't like it. it, it it's more that she's seeing it as it fits as her first name. Um, but she's going to, I think she's going to take your advice. She's going to look into other language options because it's fun. Well, and because you like your cat, Tahu, ta, 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 what? Ta, 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 means lion. And you and he know that it means lion. And so it's got a lot of power behind it. It does. But there's also, there's also something special going on behind the scenes. It's a long story. So I'm going to try to really and truly cut it down as, as much as I possibly can. So it, there was a period of my time in my life where I was going through a two-year period, a two-year-plus period of attuning different species of animals to uh, energy healing. It felt like we were being called to do this. We did goats. We did. Uh, we did. Uh, we did. Uh, you know, fish. We did birds. We did rhinoceroses. We did uh, the, the primates. We did. We went through almost all the species that I would think we could possibly find. One of the species that we went through were the big cats. So what happened was, was that at the same time, I was very into um, doing, um, I was connecting to star children. Um, I was, it's a long story. And anyway, I met different, I would meet different, uh, different um, civilizations and I would connect to them during my meditation. One of them that I connected to was called the Rigorians. The Rigorians are these really cool people. I guess you would call them like the Thundercats of the universe, but they don't have the spandex. But they're they're big cats that stand up. They're cat people, okay? They're really cool. And I had just, what I got was um, during the, the attuning of the big cats, vibrationally that was doing something to shifting the Rigorian way of life or something. And... The next day I found Tao. The next day this cat was on my my porch, literally on my porch, just waiting, looking like I am he's got his bags and he's just unpacked. I swear to God. Okay. And I got that he was a gift from the Rigorians. So the Rigorians are the big cat. So it reminds me of the big cat attunement and how that made me feel in connection. So there's this there, there's this little bit of a pathway. To to what this whole thing means, it's. I have got a I have got a really interesting question for you, okay. because there are some people that would would say that the soul of a cat that oh. that passes, okay. um, will come back in another animal in another cat, and they'll find their way to you, if you feel sincerely that the cat energy that is there now is the same one that was there before okay. should you call it the same name or a different name ask them ask them okay i mean if my cat pc oh gosh i hope she comes back i really do um if she ever came back i probably would call her the same name because pc stands for perfect cat i mean you don't get more perfect than that you know, and she loved it, you know, so it, I asked them, you know, there are some, I have had uh, rabbits reincarnate, 
uh, one of my clients had a rabbit reincarnate his, you know, his name was Bilbo and they called his name. Now his name is Balin. And, you know, there's this connection to the Lord of the Rings. So that's something there. And it doesn't always have to be. It doesn't always have to be, but sometimes it can be. So one other story that I have is uh, a client contacted me a while ago, actually, about her goat. She had this goat and she does rescue work. So the goat was really attacking people. I mean, he was just not a nice goat, biting, butting, everything. He was a hot mess. So I connected to him. His name was Nelson. And I connected to him. Or actually, his name, wait a minute. I think his name, hang on. <laughs> I gotta look up my thing. Sorry. <laughs> I, I got too many things. I got too many things. Okay. Uh, all right. So his name was Nelson. Okay. Not a bad name. It's a cute name. It's fine. You know, when I connected to him, I got that the connotation connection with the, the name Nelson represented the abuse that he came from. Mm -hmm. And he just, every single time somebody said Nelson, he would be PTSD brought back to who he was before. And he wanted to really step into who he was being called to now. So I got, I said, I asked him, what's your name? He said, Leon. Leon. Yeah. Leon. I was like, okay. So I told her, I said, look, he doesn't like being called Nelson. You try calling him Leon. She goes out. He would run at the fence as soon as he came out and butt the fence and just act like a fool, right? So what she started, to, what she did was she would approach him and she'd call him Leon. And he relaxed. He was the nicest goat after that. It blew her mind. It blew her husband's mind. Her husband was like, what? <laughs> you know, because he saw it. He couldn't believe it. He was like, this goat is insane, you know? And he was like, he is the sweetest goat you ever want to meet after that. By the way, Coriel, the person I'm going to bring up now, I, I we've talked about her coming on the show because of the rescue that she does, and I really want her to do that. So, uh, Neely, you need to contact me so that we can uh, set up an, an interview with you. Um, but she accident, accidentally called Neville, had his previous name often. He responds. He responded to the. He responded the very first time that I said it. He's like, yep, that's me. Neville. <laughs> yeah, it, it's again, it's they're gonna show you. They they will, they'll they'll show you. You know, maybe they ignore you when you call them that name. Maybe they come running as soon as they call you that you call them that name. You know, I know it's there isn't this is yeah, you know, it's 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 not rocket science. It's it's just having fun with this. When you when you put in the effort to find their name and and, and tell them why you're using their name that name and, and and what it represents to you and do you like it do you like that name is that okay and just just listening just getting this knowing you don't have to do what I do which is you know kind of wild with the animal communication and, but you just get this you know just get a sense for if they're saying yes or no or maybe 
can we work it out a little bit more? Something like that. Staying detached from the answer. It's a name. That's it. It's a word for right now. So you're not, you know, you're not sticking it into them forever in a day. You don't have to latch on to it. Just staying easy breezy about it. Do you like the name sacred? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> He's sitting in front of the TV listening. Neville. That's pretty cool. Neville. She's streaming, she's streaming us to the TV, which is Ooh, a I'm on cool. TV. I never yeah. Um, so so if like uh, the dog that we had uh for almost 15 years, his name was Wesley. And I don't know, did you ever see Princess Bride? Yes. And the the farm boy. Yes. Yes. And because because Wesley was uh um the farm boy Wesley turned into the dread uh, dread pirate Roberts, mm -hmm. and Wesley had the black patches. He was black and white with black patches over his eyes. So yeah. he was he was the nice version of the dread pirate Roberts, and that's yeah. why we called the Wesley. And he seemed to like that name. That's a, I think that's a nice thing. You know, you you're again, you you want to make sure that whatever word name you use how does it make you feel when you say it does it bring up nice images because i promise you you're telepathic as well it's just humans have got a monkey mind and we don't slow it down often enough to get the messages get the answers get the downloads get all this kind of stuff because we're so busy going going on you know that you gotta just just take it easy slow it down, chill yourself out, and just see if you can get something from this. And, and it reminds you that you're streaming that, and let's talk about streaming, you're streaming that image of that, that name to that animal. So just make sure it feels good to everybody. Because what feels good is good. I mean, again, so I got a question for you before we answer this one. Does a guinea pig really care what you call them? All animals care what you got. Who cares how big they are? <laughs> it doesn't come by size. The bigger the animal, the smarter they are, the more they care. The big, you know, I've met guinea pigs that were geniuses. I've met horses that were eh, so much. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't, it's not size. Size doesn't matter with animals. You know, it does, doesn't, you know. So Susan says, uh, when we got our guinea pig, my son sat and thought about the name for a while, and then Gilbert popped up into his head. That's a great guinea pig name, Gilbert. Because it was so seemingly random, I can't help but think he connected with the animal to come up with the name. What do you think? Of course they do. Kids are tapped in. They don't have this stigma in our head. We come in, tapped in, tuned in, turned on, and then we spend the rest of our lives trying to get back into that, you know, and because we're taught not to do it, you know, or we're not supported. If you're lucky enough to have a supportive person in your life, it doesn't have to be a parent who really and truly keeps you connected to that intuition, that knowing, then, yeah, I mean, you're, that's great. So, yeah, I would say 100%. I would say 100% he got that that name right. It feels right to me. You know? And again, it's how the... If your name, like, my name used to be Maria. 
People used to call me Maria. Maria, that's not my name. Now people, there are some people I have to train people because there are people, and it's funny, I do this myself. It's a, it's a term of endearment when I do it, but I'm very cognizant of it now. Um, when I really, really like somebody, really like somebody as a friend and I, you know, they're there. I give them my trust and everything. And depending on the name, I shorten it. I haven't done that with you yet, Kevin, but I don't like the, I don't like the name Kev. So I'm probably not going to do it. But um, so people call me Corey and I'm like, that's not my name. My name's Coriel. There's an L. It's not like it's, you know, a huge amount of words. It's, you know, L. That's it. So use it, <laughs> please. Um, but, um, you know, Gilbert is, the, it's, it depends on what you want this, this name to really mean to you. It also depends on the fact of, you know, uh, just staying open to it, being, loving this name, saying this name, appreciating this name, whatever that is. You know, we go through a lot of moments in life and, and a lot of us go through their name, just assuming that that's what it is. But, yeah. uh, but I'm learning today that your name, like everything else in life is what you choose it to be. And if it feels good for you, by all means, use it, change it and, and live it rather yeah, right. than and be it. Right. Because you got named by somebody that was in their early twenties and they had no earthly idea what it was going to be other than the name they liked it perhaps. Um, but you know, or it might have been a name that really resonated for them, mm -hmm. you know, like Sasha, that's a, that's a beautiful name, but not everybody likes that name, you know? So it's like, but it, it, it doesn't mean that they don't appreciate what you gave them and the gift you gave them, but it's their life. Ultimately, it's their life. If my, I promise you, if my parents had told me, um, Coriel, or, or, or they used to call my mom was Big Maria and she's five foot. Okay. <laughs> my mom used to be called Big Maria and I was Little Maria. And I was like, I'm five nine. So it's like, yeah, no, no, no. That's cute when I kid. It's cute. It was cute. But then you get to a certain point and you're like, I swear to God, if somebody calls me Lil Mari again, I'm going to throat punch him. I swear to God. Father, mother, I don't care. But I promise you, if my parents had said, you are not going to call your, you are not taking that name, I would have told you, watch me. I would have told them, then watch me. You think I can't? I'm doing it anyway. It's the name that resonates with me. It doesn't mean anything about you. doesn't mean I'm rejecting you. Doesn't mean I'm rejecting who, wh what you've done for me. It means that I need to call myself because I am with me 24 seven, seven days a week, 365 days a year, 366 when there's a leap year, but I am not going holidays, weekends. I am not going to call myself and refer to myself a name that doesn't feel good. It's so important. I was given that gift of having that one name that didn't fit and finding the name that really did fit. So then I had that duality. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, no, that don't feel, this one don't feel right. This one feels right. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So I was able to really say to myself and feel that and own that. I was able to step into that transformational part of me who was Coriel. You know, I was just thinking, Coriel, it's interesting. I was in my earlier life, I was in the restaurant business and I've literally interviewed and worked with hundreds and hundreds of people. And and so the same names get brought up continually. And I, in, in my uh, uh, experience, that a lot of the same names, the people that have those names have the same traits. Have you found that to be true? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I I would I would say that it depends. Like Haas, you know. Yeah. I would I'll guarantee you. Um. Okay. Maybe not. But I am. I would be very very surprised if there was um a skinny Italian you know, short guy by the name of horse. Nope. Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't work. And it's nothing prejudice. It's not, but it's like that, that name is, it, it, it depends on who is, it's not going to fit, you know? So he might be a Vinny. Now we all have ideas of what Vinny means. And when I say the name Vinny, uh, whether you like it or not, images come into your head. It just yep. does. You can't. You can't help it. Okay. When you say the word, you know, um, when you say the name like Calvin, something comes into your head. Calvin and Hobbes, maybe. I knew a, a, a an African American friend of mine by the name Calvin. He comes to my mind. You know, you can't help it. it it's it's just what it is. It's an instantaneous thing. Susan brings up a very interesting point. Uh, growing up, I never liked the name Scott because I didn't like any of the Scots I knew. Mm. Interestingly enough, my middle name is Scott. My cousin's first name is Scott, and he is an arrogant piece of shit. And I and my middle name. So that brings up a good question. When you're talking about your name, how much does your middle name play into that 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 whole scenario. I changed my middle name too. Uh -huh. I changed my name to a very unusual, I know, shocking, holy crap. Uh a very unusual name. I call I took the name of a town in Tuscany and I fell in love with this town. It's called Lucca. L U C C A. It's an amazing place. Beautiful town. I felt like my soul was like calling to this town when I when I stepped through its gates. And so I remember that. And I remember that also, I remember that that being my trip to Tuscany and and going to Pisa for the first time, which was a lifelong dream of mine, and standing in front of the leaning tower of Pisa. And I remember, you know, the food and I remember the 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 people and I remember the sights. So, you know, I didn't like, you know, there's a, uh, I don't like, you know, there's not a really big, you know, amount of names that I don't like, but there are some names that I grew up with, you know, in growing up in the projects in New York City. And I hear that name and I'm like, oh. 
And I'm like, yeah, it's not that. But I just say to myself, you know, something, this is just, this just doesn't resonate with me. I don't put a bad or a good or whatever. I just, uh, I don't resonate with the name Scott. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, well, my Vinny isn't the Vinny you think of, but it strangely still fits him. Little Vin Vinny, Van, Van Vinny? Perfect. Sweet, sweet, kindest boy you ever met. Uh, I think of my cousin Vinny I, I, uh, from the movie. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's my stereotypical Vinny. I, you know, I think of I think of dogs that I know. Like Neely has a dog by the name of Vinny, um, Vinster, I call him. You know, and 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 I don't. You know, it's 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 cute because um, I kind of train my mind to kind of like go through the Wikipedia of animals first. And you know, like Diesel, I'll I'll hear of Diesel. I don't think of Vin Diesel. I think of a dog, a pit bull I met once by the name of Diesel, who I love dearly. And uh, you know, I remember Vinny, and I think of Vinny, you know, the Frenchie, and I, you know, it's. But they're 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 just, it's it's, the words you use have power, so be careful which words you use. How do you describe yourself? is just as important as what you call yourself. So if you are someone, you train your mind to get out of calling yourself. If you make a mistake, oh, stupid. I can't believe I'm so stupid. Oh, my God, that was so stupid. I can't can't believe you said, I can't believe you just said that. Because there's somebody that yesterday I was talking with them and they said, you know, sometimes I'm just stupid. And I said, don't ever use that word in my presence again. Because you're not right. You may have done something silly, but you're not stupid. Oops. oops. I did an oops. Uh, yep. I did an oops. Okay. I, I fell the other week, you know, well, that's not true. I fell. Uh, I had a really bad fall. Um, a little less than a year ago. And it was really bad. And I was like, okay. Oh my God. I can't believe I did this. I must be out of my I must be so dumb. I can't believe I did this to myself. And then I said, oh, let's stop that right now because I'm not bringing that energy in. And then you're carrying it around like Samsonite luggage for the rest of your life. I don't want to carry, I don't carry around stuff. I want to let it go. I'm, I'm trying, you train yourself. Am I an expert at it? I'm good at it. Do I mess up? Sure. But it's an oops. It's like uh, the last year when I fell and, and tore my rotator cuff, had surgery on that, and then I fell again on my other arm, and I was I was lying on the floor, uh, in my apartment in my in my little house, and um, I, I trying to figure out I couldn't use my right arm to lift myself, I couldn't use my left arm because my elbow was broken, my my knee was hurting, and so I was sitting there going, this is kind of funny. Because they thought to my, and so when I I finally got to my phone, and uh, I and I um opened the phone and called nine one one, and she said nine one one what's your emergency and I and I honestly said uh, now stop me if you've heard this before, but I've fallen and I can't get up, <laughs> and she laughed and then and then uh, but so <coughs> it all depends on how you view. What happens to you, and if you can put do it with a little bit of sense of humor, 
of of what's what's going on with you. It changes the dynamic that of what's going on in your life. I think. Right. Right. And then you meet the you meet the the more helpful people. Yes. You know, you don't meet the asshats when you're you're waiting in the emergency room. You you have the you have the 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 great people who are helpful, super helpful, super knowledgeable. It's it's like stepping stones. It's like, and it's the same way when you're you're having a shitty day. It seems like you keep stepping on the stones of the asshats and the idiots, and you're like, oh, okay, I gotta slow this down. But but I'm getting a little off track. But it all it all is the same. It's energy, and right. and that's why it's so important to put the brakes on this when you can. Because the more of a momentum you got, good, bad, or interesting, the more of that stuff you're going to get it. You're going to get in your life. The more of it you keep rolling down the hill, rolling down the hill. So, so enjoy and and if you enjoy the name bringing this back to the core of the of the discussion if you enjoy the name if it makes you feel good chances are am i correct in saying chances are it'll make your animal feel good as well oh sure and it makes people that you say your name to you say i say coriel to people and they're like wow that's a great name yeah it is it's so beautiful you know or or that i love that name and it's like thank you you know because it's like you know it's it you're you're you're, this is how you're calling yourself, and this is how you're calling your animal to the world. So isn't it important that you use something that feels good? So again, like I said, you know, take a little, make a little effort. You know, look up the, the word you want to call your animal in different languages. Look up the name in different languages. You know, do something. If you want to call your animal, I don't know, peacock. Then look up maybe maybe what peacock is in in Hindi, or what what it is in in a, in a place that's sacred to for that animal. Like like uh, India has a lot of peacocks, and and Africa has a lot of peacocks. And I think I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway, and, yeah. so make a little effort. Do a little examination. Do a little bit of an experimentation. You know, look at Neely. She's got to answer. She, she's got to name hundreds of animals a year, you know, and she finds the perfect name. Well, sometimes she needs my help, but not a lot of the time. She does great work. She's got, you know, Hermione. She's got Journey. Jen's, that's Jen's dog. But, you know, she's got, she's got Vinny. She's got Charles, who she calls Schnarls. You know, it's like, it's like she's got Neville. She's got all these, Winston, she's got, you know, Champ, her beloved dog Champ. You know, it's like, she doesn't get locked up. She just like, all right, I'm just going to let it stream in. You know, it's amazing because I've learned a lot today <laughs> about uh, the fact that if if the name that, that your animal came to you with doesn't have to be the name you keep, and if you don't resonate with your own name, by all means, change it into something that, that you would feel good about and feel better about because it's all about that. It's all about raising your vibration energetically. And, then, and if you feel good about it, you're raising your vibration. That's it. It doesn't have to be a huge, big, fat, hairy deal. I mean, changing my name, yeah, it was a big, fat, hairy deal. But <clears throat> it just, 
it, it 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 doesn't have to be you don't like i was talking a few weeks ago you don't have to rearrange your entire house maybe make a place in your house that represents spirituality for you and just put like a little table and some things there and that changes the energy you know and that makes that that moves the energy it doesn't have to be huge it just has to feel good <laughs> Well, and Shelly says spirit in French is esprit. 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 I Which, like that. I, now, do, I know that, that I think, was that a clothing company? Esprit? I don't know. I don't know. But I like that. I think that's pretty. Esprit. And it's unusual. What's your dog's name? Esprit. It sounds exotic. It sounds special. It sounds unique. Sounds spirit. like it's really fast. Yeah, sounds spirit. like the dog. Esprit sounds like your dog's really fast and he's lovable and 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 happy and is connected got, and yeah. just energetic and effervescent. Esprit de corps. That is, is it? That's I don't know what decor means, but esprit is the is, is, is. So that's 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 a great name. Yeah, I like that esprit. That's nice. I think it's fun. It's unusual. It's like we make a little, I'm not saying you have to be exotic all the time. Look at Vinny. You know, Vinny's a perfect name for, for a bull, a French bulldog or French bulldog whose name is Vinny. But you know, it's like, you don't have to be exotic about it unless it feels right to be a little exotic, explore a little bit, have some fun. You know, it's better than just calling your dog red. <laughs> you know, blacky, or licorice, or we we call we call the cat uh, butterscotch. Midnight, yeah, buttercup. Buttercup's cute. Buttercup's cute. But it's like, you know, maybe finding the, get a crystal book. Maybe maybe finding a, a crystal that represents your animal. Now, I think I think we're on to something because I think that, you know her full name could be Esprit de Corps, which is which translates into spirit of the body. Um see now come on, isn't that cool? That's cool. You know, that that's that's cool. Thank you, Susan. Or it could be uh, you know, it could be again playing around spirit, spirit of the what's canine in French. Spirit of the dog, you know, spirit. I, I play around, have fun. It's endless possibilities. Don't just settle for Piper unless Piper feels good. I mean, it's okay. There's some dogs, I mean, cats or animals, I'm sure are cute with Piper. But, but just, just try it. And if your animal is exhibiting really strong negative behavior, and it feels like it might be tied to, and they came in with it, and they're continuing in with it. See about, do you want to see about finding if you can change their name? The changing of the name changes the energy, which changes the, the energy around that situation, which changes the situation itself. So it could be something just as simple as, Sitting down and and with your animal and coming up with a name that they would like to be called, and that yeah. could change, that could change everything. I mean, it depends. I understand that. You, and what is that energy bringing in? So, and there was nothing negative about the 
dog, but I'm going to use her as an excuse, as an example, because it's good. So one of my clients has a dog by the name of Callie, K-A-L-I, bringing in the energy of Calais, the, the, the goddess of fire, transformation, death. Okay. And this dog was Kookaboo. <laughs> Nuts. She's running all over the place. She's going after the cat. She's barking at this. She's barking at that. She's running up and down the stairs. So the first thing I did was check in to see, is her name right? What are we bringing in here? Are we bringing in this energy of fire and transformation and, and, and chaos? And, <laughs> you know, and I got for a little while, we needed to call her Callie as opposed to Callie. So C-A-L-L-I-E. Now, it turns out that that really wasn't the issue, but I wanted to give it a chance. I wanted to give it a shot because I felt like that energy at the time was kind of like acting as a stopper in her bottle. And we wanted to uncork this bottle so we could release some of this gas that's in there before it explodes. So, you know, it's, what do you, what does that, what is this energy, this, this, this name, this word bringing into the situation. So looking at it, just examining it, be like a name Sherlock Holmes. You know, I, I want to thank you on behalf of uh, everybody that's been listening, because I think this information is really, really powerful. And if you want to find out more about Coriel Kramer, go to CorielKramer.com. Um, let's see, let's see. And Shelly has a closing comment about, about Esprit. We can also agree that he can, uh, name her spirit that I call her Esprit, maybe shortened to Espy. Look up what Espy means. Um, and I, I know it's a, a, a ward in, in the sporting world, but, uh, hey, if it, if it feels right to you, do it. Shelly, that's whatever, just feeling right. I like the name of Spree. I wouldn't shorten it, but that's me. That's me. You don't have to do what I do. It's what you are bringing into your relationship with your animal. That's the bottom line. And thank you again for doing what you do. It is, it, it, it's, it, it, it was, today's show is a lot of fun. I, I really, really, really appreciate you. And, thank uh, and make sure that uh, you, so that we can continue to do this. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel, either and both, actually both channels, uh, Coriel Kramer on uh, YouTube and also my Independence Report on YouTube, because we uh, want to get bigger and we want to bring. It's important to me, honestly, that that more people hear what Coriel has to say. It really is important Thank to. You. And, and so if, if you will take the time to do that, so the more people, because unfortunately in this world, that's how it works. The more, the more likes and the more subs subscriptions you get, the higher you get in the demographics and yada, 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 yada. But the, the bottom line is in order for people to hear what Coriel has to say, uh, yeah, we have to do that. So I hope you will. And uh, uh, Coriel, again, thank you very much. CorielKramer.com is where you go, and you can find out all about her and the work that she does. And uh, anything that you'd like to add before we wrap this one up? A name is important. Just understand that. 
words are important. Choose them wisely and have fun with it. That's it. Just have fun. By the way, it's 11-11. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.